When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Nope. I'm riding with Sliwa. As far as the people that hate the Chargers the most, it is uh, you, yeah. my friend. <laughs> that yeah, keep Cap- your tweets to yourself, <laughs> Charger fans. Kaplan may be close, but he can't be. He could be tied. But yeah. there, there's, if it's one that out of ten, be equal you can hate. only get to ten. Yeah, there's no going right. beyond it. You could yeah. both be up there, yeah. but you're taking a backseat to no one in your Charger loathing, which is why, did you just want DeMarco to go, yeah, they're not that good? Is that what you were hoping you'd be? I don't know what I was really looking for, but they're in the playoffs, right? They're <laughs> Look, don't think like, they're pretty darn good. They've got a really good quarterback. Yeah. They've got a lot of weapons. They've got guys that can get to the quarterback. They don't give up a ton of, they're, they're good. They're good. Well, it's the thing I always look at in the AFC. I don't know where you put them, but when you have Cincinnati, when you have Buffalo, and you have the Kansas City Chiefs, mm-hmm. you know, you go out to one of those teams, you could still kind of, you could sit back and say that's still a successful season, it, right? It, it would, but honestly, of the three teams that you mentioned, Kansas City, the Bills, mm-hmm. and um, They always play Cincinnati. KC pretty tough. If the Chargers beat anything, it wouldn't yeah. be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe... You'd be mm-hmm. like, yeah, okay, it's, it's an upset, yeah. to be sure, but it's not a shock. Come it's on, not the Chargers, like, they'll, they'll just give them a I second. understand that, but it's not like the Texans beat the no, Bills. It's it's certainly nothing like that. Their also first game is going to be against the Titans or the Jags, which is favorable. <clears throat> yeah, that's Love what I was looking at right the now. the Jags. So they are... The Chargers, as we sit here right now, are in the five spot. Mm-hmm. They're going to play the winner of the AFC South, like Emily said, Titans or Jags. Yeah. If it goes to Titans... Could be cold. And look, we all know California, it's a double whammy. It's a California inside team. I yeah. know SoFi's not in, but it is. For all intents and purposes, it is. It's a weird one. I think they'll go to Jacksonville and run it up How and down. How quick can I get a Jacksonville Jaguar jersey? How quick do those get shipped? <laughs> you get a Trevor Lawrence. They're probably ATN still discounted. One. Get a Travis ATN. You could get, I'm told, how many other Jags do I know? Uh, that's it. That works. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm sure that there's really, one or two pretty more. Pretty damn good. Yeah. I'll take that. I'll take Peterson. Who else is on there? Got, they got to have a good defensive player. Maybe you know what you should get. You should get a throwback. You should get a Kirk Morrison or an MJD. That's how you Done. do it. Done. That's how you do it. Done. Yeah. Kirk was a Jag. Mo was a Jag. How long was Kirk a Jag for? I want to say just one season. Okay. I want to th- I think just one season along the way. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, why not? Go do that. That's a good way to do it. Uh, some very good news in, in the NFL. Damar Hamlin uh, is uh, has been awake. He has communicated. He has apparently um, been able to respond to commands, which leads doctors to believe that he is neurologically intact. Amazing. Um, Amazing. His his lungs continue to heal, according to doctors. So all of the really terrible outcomes that I think we were afraid of, and let's just, I don't want to jinx any of this stuff, he's still in critical condition. Mm -hmm. He is still a very sick individual right now. While still critically ill is the way they're describing it. Yes, but we're getting some very good news that Mm -hmm. he's able to, you know, squeeze hands, respond to commands, and neurologically intact, at least for me, I was like, okay, good. That, that, That outcome of being alive, but, you know, brain damaged, hopefully is no longer on the table. One of the quotes from the team, remarkable improvement over the past 24 hours. That's, listen, I, I know that this has been, um, this happened Monday night, say six o'clock, whatever the time was, 
And since that time, you've just been kind of waiting. Can you? Can we get some positivity? Can we get some type of news? And I think a lot of times, you mentioned this earlier, no news, it's got you kind of racing, right? It got your sure. mind racing when nobody's saying anything to you. Um, and the fact that, you know, at least the news that we're getting today, remarkable improvement over the past 24 hours, that's, uh, that's amazing news. I know that this is way not even way down the list of things that are important in this scenario however i would i would imagine that this does allow the bills to at least begin to think about football to some degree to to go back into the facility to go back and start to prepare for their final game of the season because they're taking on the new england patriots patriots need to win that game to be in the playoffs yep we still don't know exactly how the seating in the afc is going to shake out because of the game that was postponed on monday night but they have business at hand and knowing that there's been good news knowing that their brother their teammate has been you know upgraded from no news to there are encouraging signs i'm not saying that you forget about it but at least you can go back into the building and say okay at least for one hour i'm going to focus on this before i start focusing on the other thing again. i'm gonna play off of that adam schefter sent out a tweet about an hour ago he said doctor said that after damar hamlin awakened the last night he asked in writing who won the game mm. doctors told him yes you won you've won the game of life yeah yeah, they, I th- those guys are different than us. They, 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 they go about this differently, but great news yeah. on the Demar Hamlin front. Um, Trending in the right direction for so. sure, yeah. for sure. And we'll we'll keep our fingers crossed and hope that it continues to go that way. Um, Lakers last night. I don't know how to describe this, Lee, other than it was really fun to watch. That no LeBron, no AD, no Lonnie Walker. Um, uh, Brown left early with yeah, an Troy injury. Brown Jr. Troy left. Brown left yep. early, and. It was like, all right, it's just a matter of time before the heat starts to smash him. Never really happened. Schroeder was great. Thomas Bryant was really good. Who's been really good since been. Anthony Davis went yeah. down. 11 games he's been out, and he's uh, done as best as you possibly can in his predicament, replacing one of the best guys in the NBA when he's healthy. Yeah, and and it was, it was fun to watch because... The way that I've been watching the Lake, really watching the Lakers for most of last season and certainly through the, the early part of this season has been, all right, can LeBron drag these guys to a win? Can can AD, you know, go do another four? Save them again. Right. Can yeah. one of the best players in the league go out there and drag a bunch of guys to a win and exhale and we'll try to drag him to a win a couple of nights later? None of those guys were there. It looked like a basketball team that played well together. They got contributions from more than just one person, like we talked about. Dennis Russell Westbrook was pretty good last night. Is there? It was different, and dare I say, more fun. I don't want to. You want LeBron back? You want AD back? But it was a really different vibe watching that group of Lakers as opposed to can LeBron go get forty tonight and pull one out of the fire? So I, I, I know it's Twitter, so I'm not gonna pay too close attention to it but like any fan right people are going to put their opinion on um just what they think of the squad and everything else so yes i'm doing the post game show and i'm kind of with you here i was a little i was so shocked that the lakers beat the miami Mm -hmm. heat jimmy butler's playing bam out of bayou tyler hero kyle lowry Uh, i know the miami heat have around a 500 record they're a better team than the los angeles lakers and certainly without lebron james and anthony davis they're they beat them a week ago by 12 in, in Miami. So I put out a tweet, kind of just, it's a big win. It's I, I thought it was the most impressive win that the Lakers have had this year. 
and that's including a game that the Lakers won at Milwaukee. The difference is their stars were playing. They weren't playing in this one. So I put out the tweet. I'm going to read off, or I, I put out my tweet. I read out a tweet. Mark Mong on Twitter. Seriously, 12th in the Western Conference, still bottom third of the league. Can't believe how far this organization and expectations have fallen. I'm going to ask you this because I do, look, I'm around Lakers basketball a lot. I think you have, um, you've called some stuff about the Lakers the last couple of years that if you look at it today and when you were calling it, and it might have not been the most popular uh, opinion on it, um, you've been accurate on some of this stuff. When you read a tweet like that, have they fallen to, am I kind of crazy to be spending some of my time talking about, hey, you're only this far away from the playing tournament? Um, hey, if LeBron and Anthony Davis are both healthy, they're still a really dangerous team that I don't think a lot of people want to face. Or is what he's saying more realistic to the Lakers that we're giving them praise for being 12th in the West? I'm going to say something to you that I've said a bunch of different times about a bunch of different things. Two things can be true at the same time. Two things can be opposite and be truthful at the same time. It is exciting that they won a game last night and and won a game without their best players and and are still out of the playoffs. And you can say, hey, you know what? Last night was really cool. There were some elements to this that do give you some optimism and do give you some hope. And the tw- the, the person that sent the tweet is also right. It is weird to be excited about a mediocre at best Laker team winning a random game in early January. It Both of those things can be true. This His tweet is more of what I've been talking to you and our listeners about for several months. I don't want this to be the reality of this organization any longer than it has to be. I don't want this to be, hey, you know, if we sneak into the playoff, come on, man. I, I don't want that to be the reality of the Los Angeles Lakers. I want the Lakers to be, hey, what's our seed in the Western Conference going to be? Are we going to be the number one or the number two? Hey, what 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 are what are we able to do financially? What are we able to do draft wise? This is the sooner you can get back to where Laker fans want this team to be, competing for a title, the better. I think where we have been for the last couple of years and where this year is more than likely going to end up is in that nether, are we in the plan, are we not? And it's not great, but it's better than what we thought it would be. I just want to accelerate through this portion of the history of the Lakers and get back to that other stuff, and I think that's where it gets complicated. How do you do that? Do you, do you move on from AD? Do you move on from LeBron James? Do you mm-hmm. move on, and and or do you try to squeeze that last drop of juice out of those guys and move those picks? That's where I think the disconnect comes in. So what we can do is coming back, but I, I got to— After our picks. I— Oh, yeah, that's right. We got our... By the way, I have an update. It's gotten very close on both oh, ends. Oh, yeah. On both ends. Like who's at the bottom and who's at the top? Yes. Okay. That's that's good to know. <laughs> um, all right. We got our picks coming up next, and then I'm, I want to ask you, uh, if the Lakers made the playoffs, didn't make the playoffs, how important do you think that is? We do all that coming up next. Travis and Sleeve with 710 ESPN. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue, and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. 
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Sounds like he's saying short, short, Slee. I'm like, all right, I know I'm not 6'2". Relax. I don't want to see short, you Short, shorts. I, I'd like Slee. to see you play some ball at some point in my life, but yeah. I don't know if I need to see you in the Stocktons. If I'm in those, everything changes. Like your whole, your, your mindset's demeanor. different. Yeah, you're talking a lot. You're telling people to rotate on defense. You're talking higher. You're doing everything. Move your feet on defense. Yes. <laughs> Set that screen. Messi just showed up at the uh, basketball game. Uh, all, all right, here Messi we are. Had 18 f- points and 11 rebounds. Final weekend of the season, which means somebody's yeah. walking away with nothing. <laughs> it's the, and everyone is making the playoffs. That's right. Everybody gets into the final. Here's where we are heading into the final week. Um, Emily had a 10-point week right before we went to vacation. Don't believe it. I'm going to go back to the podcast and Taylor. listen. Taylor. They both aced it. They both Damn, aced it. I don't believe it, which, that either. <laughs> which means that there's a really close race at both the top and the bottom. Emily and I, going into the final weekend, are tied with 85 points. Wow. We both have exactly 85 points. I'm so happy for the both of you. You have 71. <laughs> okay. Taylor has 66, so you have a five-point lead. Did on I just get a zero I'm last still week? You, uh, honestly, I lost last week's pick, so Emily has what happened last week. But I'm assuming because I wasn't here, did I just go down with a zero? No, or BK did made your pick? picks for you, so you okay. got BK's picks. Okay. Right. So we did not give you a zero. Thank you, you, got, BK. you got his picks. Um, so it's close, and here we go. First game, as always, the Rams on the road against Seattle. Seattle has a whole heck of a lot to play for. Yep. If they win and Green Bay loses... They are in. Seattle is a six-point favorite, and Al, you bat leadoff in Week 18. Yeah, sure. Four Seahawks. <laughs> <laughs> I wish right, I lived my life that, was, that way. That was pretty quick. That was uh, Emily. You're next. All <laughs> right. Funny. So, while I don't know, I don't think that the Rams are going to win this game. I think it's going to be a close game, like it was the last time that the Rams and the, and the Seahawks played. So, I think it's going to be. I'm have it. The Rams to cover am I three. Emily has the Rams at three. I am up next. Um, the Rams have been all over the map with Baker Mayfield, and not because of Baker Mayfield, but just based on their opponents. The Rams have not beat a team with a winning record all season long. Seahawks are eight and eight. Okay, so I don't know what that means. I don't know if that means that they'll be eight and nine, and the Rams still haven't beaten a team with a winning record, or they lose to them. Uh, six is a lot. I'm going to take the Rams at my one because that's where I like to put them, and I did this wrong, so you get that there. I get this here. Taylor, what do you got? I have the Rams. I'm going to put them at my two. Rams at two. Next game, Taylor, how much more confident? (laughs) Last time I saw him before that 10-0 week was different. (laughs) (laughs) The Chargers on the road as well at Denver. Now, follow along here. The Denver Broncos, who are arguably – the most disappointing team in the league this year. Maybe not the worst team, but the most disappointing team. Yep. Denver's one and a half point favorites over the Chargers. The Chargers are locked into their spot. They're probably so they got not nothing play to play anybody. for. They've yeah. got nothing to play for. Uh, Emily, you're up first. <laughs> I think that even the nothing to play for, nobody playing, 
kind of Chargers are going to beat the Broncos. So I have uh, Chargers at my two. Chargers at the two. I am up next. I actually am going to go with the Chargers all the way up at number four. Mm. I saw the Broncos up close yeah. on Christmas Day. Yeah. They're terrible. Mm. The Chargers will have a Chase Daniels act, I'm assuming, um, but they're a lot better than those other guys. And you're getting points against the Broncos. you got to take them. Taylor. Give me the Bolts at three, please. Bolts at three. And, Al, where would you like me to put the Broncos? Well, here's the thing. <laughs> I've seen so much promise from the Broncos since that really bad loss to the Rams, and I don't even know who they played last week. So I'm going to go one on the Broncos, and I just got a lot of faith in John Elway and uh, – I don't think he's there anymore. He's not there anymore. I, I think he's uh, interesting. I think they kind of you retired. What they moved him into a more ceremonial role as opposed to an executive. <laughs> I will still stay with one. I don't blame you. Kansas City has something to play for. They are on the road in Vegas. Vegas benched Derek Carr. Vegas is the most impossible team to figure out what they're doing all year long, other yeah. than stupid blank. Yep. Uh, the Raiders are nine and a half point underdogs in their own building. I'm going first here. I'm going to take the Chiefs and I'm going to put them at number two because they need to win that game. The Raiders are playing for nothing. Give me KC and Taylor. I had the Chiefs as well at my four. KC at four. Al. Raiders at uh, two, and uh, like you said, there's no reason to pick the Raiders. We'll go with them. <laughs> Why not? Devontae Let's Adams put it this way. There. I could, because we're, I think, opposite in every one of these, I could solidify last year if things work out the way it's trending right now. You know what we need to do? We need to do like a fantasy football thing where last winning, place is out. La, last something has to happen to the person in last. Yeah, that I don't. We, we oh, can, now we decide. No, here. no, <laughs> not, not for this year. I'm just saying that moving forward. Now that I'm, he's still, like, and if you're first or second, you also <laughs> the, the get. Now that I am mathematically secured of not being in last place, we should be some sort of punishment. Emily, what do you got? Uh, I have so the Raiders have played extremely close games all season. They have played almost every game comes down to the last is, – is within um, a possession. So that's why this number is big. This number is huge, the spread. I think it, the Raiders are going to cover this. And I am so confident in it that it's at my four. Ooh, so wow. Raiders are at my four. I don't think that's I've ever heard anybody bold. go Raiders four. Nine and a half points is a lot of points, and she's right. They play weird games, but they do play close games along the way. Last one, Taylor, you're batting leadoff. Um a quasi-playoff game, the Packers and the Lions. It's in Lambeau Field, in Green Bay. The Packers are four-and-a-half-point favorites. If they win, they are in. Um, if they lose, there is a scenario that where the Lions... they are out. The Lions could go. The Seahawks could go. Yep. Um, who do you got, Taylor? What you got on this, Lee? What you got? You want mine right no, now? I'm just joking. Okay, I got the Packers. Two. Packers at one. Okay. Green Bay at one for Taylor. Ow. Lions at three. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> I knew that that's what you were going to do. This, By the way, you're either getting 10 points or zero. Well, let me tell you something. I had Lions three before. I was ready to just say it. I, I actually, in a weird way, I think Detroit will put up a fight. They've been playing good football. They're in the mix here. It's not like the Packers are crushing teams night in and night out. So four and a half, you, I, even if Packers win by three. I'll, right? I'll give you my thoughts on the Lions coming up when it's my turn. Emily, you're up next. All right, so I, my idea of what's going to happen on Sunday is that the Rams are either going to beat the Seahawks or play a very close game to the Seahawks, but I'm thinking the Rams maybe even could beat the Seahawks. And the Lions are really playing for a lot. 
They could get in the, and they want to beat the Packers. And I hate Aaron Rodgers, and I think that they're going to lose and never go to the playoffs ever again. But the Just analysis kidding. of I hate Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> I don't know if that that goes into the analysis. Hey, I don't know. Uh, lines no, maybe one. not yours. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it does. I do it with the Chargers every week. That's a good <laughs> That's point. That's true. Yeah. yeah, Lions one. Lions at one for Emily. Um, I'm going to take Green Bay, and here's why. You got Green Bay at two. I think the Lions are the classic good bad team. You know what I mean? Like they're they're really exciting. They score a ton of points. They find a way to kind of hang around, but they also do that thing that bad teams do. They lose games that are kind of you go back to Thanksgiving against Buffalo. They should have beat Buffalo, but because people were looking, they didn't. They're just not quite at that level where they can punch their ticket. I do not that Emily hates Aaron Rodgers as a part of the equation. But I am to have the conspiracy Trav hat on here for a second. Yep. The NFL wants Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. The NFL yes. playoff picture is far more intriguing with Aaron Rodgers than they are with yep. Jared Goff. I'm just saying that if there's a call or two that could go either way, I think they probably end up going the uh, the Green you know Bay crazy? way. Lions started one and six. They won six in a row, I think, at one point. Yeah, they're they're not terrible. I just don't think that That's they're a very cool story. good. Yeah, and I think that Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers does that thing that Emily's going to hate. He knew that he he knew who he could beat. He just I just need to get to this point. I'm going to beat them, them, and them. They can't mm-hmm. beat me. I'm better than these guys, and that's exactly what's happened. And he knows that he's better than Jared Goff. He knows that it's in his backyard. He knows it's going to be cold, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm just trying to talk myself into Green Bay at two. Emily, bad luck to you as far as you two guys go. Uh, although you got you got a six point lead. I'm honestly. coming for you. Sleep. I think you're. Oh, I know. Sure. Like the Kentucky Derby. I Five will. Point. Not make eye contact with you. <laughs> so I have, um, it, we've been getting this all day today, uh, dad advice questions for Travis. So I have another piece of dad advice. I'm going to play a stager first, though. Okay. Say, I'm going to be like you, dad. You know I'm going to be like you. I learned it by watching you. Alright, so this is from David Kay, and he says, My daughter is in the fifth grade and has a phone already. Was it too early? Uh, hashtag dad advice. That's actually a really good one. No, it's not. You want your fifth grade daughter to be able to get in touch with you whenever she needs you. That's why the answer is it's it's fine to do it. And to get TikTok. But, but just understand yeah. that get him a flip phone. Your your ability Yeah, but now I gotta get one of those recycling. Then she's gonna be phones bullied for not like having twice. a regular phone. I don't really care. I don't want to say I don't care about bullying, but that's one of those I if you have a silly phone, I don't who cares what anybody else thinks. I'm okay with that messaging. At fifth grade, I think they care. Yeah. Oh, they they care. Yeah. I don't care is what I'm saying. Then if you're oh, they're making fun of my, get over it. That that's that's fine. Um, you know, good dad. The, Put the, your feelings further down. No, they, they, your phone is stupid. You should you, your status in life is not determined. Get over it. That's fine. Unfortunately, that's a good life lesson. Though, it unfortunately, yeah. it's the shoes and what you're wearing and everything I, probably at that. You're age. you're right, but you want them to be able to get in touch with you whenever you can. The problem is. This is the proverbial Pandora's box. The second that she or he, it could be a, a fifth grade boy too, they have it. They're going to, well, my friends have Snap. Well, my friends have, uh, you know, uh, whatever the other ones are. I don't really know what they're called. Uh, they're going to want face. it too. Snap face. Yeah. Um, it's it's over. They're going to put it away. I'm going to take it away. The only good news about this is yeah. it is a very useful piece of leverage to take away in the event that you want it. But you ever go to. Uh... You're at any kind of type of public setting or whatever the case is, 
Man, I did not. You're talking two-year-olds. They know how to use the whole thing. The iPad, oh. this. They're on YouTube. They're going. I'm like, what the hell? We went to the bar on New Year's Eve, oh. uh, me and a couple of my buddies, to watch the TCU-Michigan game. And we're sitting outside, and they got TVs on. We're having drinks and eating wings and having a great time. And these, yeah. these other, I think it was three or four dads come in with their kids. Mm-hmm. And, and they, they, they were sitting outside on the patio. Kids are right in front of the TVs, and not for one second did one of them look up at a TV or look at each other just staring at the phone for a good two-plus hours along the way. Damn. That's the downside. That, that is the downside for sure. By the way, we got a little bit of an update here on uh, Trevor Bauer. Bob Benighting to Gale put out a tweet here. We could do it coming back, but a uh, little bit of an update. Let's do that as well. Let me read one quick tweet here. Uh, Erica Thomas writes, Trav, you are a foodie, a f- footy, foodie in my opinion. You have a pretty adventurous <laughs> palate. <laughs> <laughs> you have a pretty adventurous palate and enjoy cooking. The moment you said shallots, count yourself in the club. I think I outed myself. Okay, a shallots bit. aren't bougie. Shallots are useful. I, I, I don't think it's a foodie thing. It's not. It's something it's that you salt. have to know what you're doing to put in your food. Not that they're complicated, but yeah. most people buy an onion. They're, they're delicious. That, but that's so you're the, a foodie, that's Emily. That little yeah, maybe ingredient. you are. Do you know what I told you during the break? Uh, Taylor, let me ask you. Emily, maybe you know. Do you know what a shallot is? Not before today. Is it onion garlic mixed yes. together? It's a yeah. hybrid onion garlic thing. That's the two best things you can put in anything. Yes. So now it's just one thing to put in everything. Yes. The sh- it's terrific. Yeah. Just you know what's real quick? Mm-hmm. You know you make onion rings? Right? Shallot rings. Just telling you. It did it downstairs at um, the house. Terrific. They are Did terrific. not know that. Yeah. It's welcome to the rest of your life. Blooming shallots. <laughs> <laughs> you got to find the big one, but you could do it. Core do out it. the little core. Yep. Cut shallots. it up. And Tonight down. at Outback. Which Outback are you going to? Make it uh, like a listener thing. <laughs> Tell listeners to come out and hang out with you. Ah, just look. Everybody knows where I there. live. Everybody knows there. where I live. There's really only one anywhere close to where I live. That's where I will be. Right, so thinking 5, 530. Now I can go home and be in bed by 8 like a person. <laughs> That's how it's going to go. Update on the Trevor Bauer situation coming up next. It's Travis Salee, 710 ESPN. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Still no update on the bag. Still gone. Quick tweet on that. John in Huntington Beach says, Two things can be true at the same time. Does that also apply to Miguelito? It was out of his control that Southwest lost the bag, and he's also forgetful. I'm not willing to give this. Very quickly, my family went on a, a ski trip. My Everybody but me 
They go to Tahoe. Mm-hmm. They lost a bag somewhere. The airline didn't lose the bag. That somewhere between John Wayne and Lake Tahoe, the bag went missing, and they didn't know it was missing until the next morning when they went to get dressed and all of Michael's ski wear was nowhere to be found. So that's that's why we're talking about that. That's why I'm Michael, frustrated. You're, that's you're why at I'm the airport. Aren't you taking your bag? So, Al, okay. If you get into the car with two bags, yeah. get out of the car with two bags. Yeah. When you go to the baggage carousel at the airport mm-hmm. and you only have one, don't you go, hey, I've had two everywhere else. Nobody in the family said, hey, why does Mike only have one bag? Here's the biggest Nobody question asked. I have. Who's his dad? <laughs> I, this, I can say this unequivocally. If I were there, it would not have happened. It wouldn't have. Because I would have said, hey, what, where's your other bag? Uh, I would have said before we got in that car to drive away, yeah. hey, where's it? I would have had eight claim checks, right? They, I know that not every you're taking me, throw them in the trash. Not, hold on to them because of situations like this. What if somebody took his bag? Could be. Yeah, they didn't know what was going on until I the know. next morning. I know that's the that's that's why I can't help. It, it could that's have why I been can't help because if I want to help. Hey, where's my bag? Oh, yes. it got stolen. Okay, now it's Southwest. They problem. woke up and they were changing. He brushed his teeth and took a shower and was like, "Guys, I got shorts and a sweater. They called. I'm Southwest. ready to go skiing. Hey, uh, did we live? Is the name on it? Uh, no. Those those tags that they have like six trillion of them at the little kiosk when you check in. They're decorative, I guess. The name's not on there, but just heads up, it's black and there's a couple it zippers. It's a zip it's it's a black shoulder bag. Yeah. Oh you've got the black shoulder bag. It's right it's right here. Right here. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And so of course you have to you know, they're in Tahoe. They're going skiing for a few days. They get he he wants to go skiing, so what do you do? You have to buy all new all ski gear new stuff. at the resort. Yo, this could have been how old was his gear? Not old, not new. A couple, a couple of seasons, maybe. No, maybe stop. Michael's pulling a fast one on he's you not, here. Like he can't remember his bag, but he's smart enough to lay the tracks for this thing. Let me tell you something. Michael could have been planning this for two weeks. I think he's a very bright young man. I think that he's industrious in a m- number of different ways. Not in your. I'm going to leave dreams. this right behind the seas candy <laughs> <laughs> at John White. <laughs> Look, if that's it, then credit to him. Credit to him for doing it. What's your update with uh, Bauer? All right, Bob Nightingale put this out. Uh, Dodgers obviously have until end of business day on Friday to reinstate or release Trevor Bauer. If they're un- unable to find a team willing to acquire him in a trade, which is what you were talking about yesterday, even if you're getting 20, 30 cents to the dollar, maybe you could get some kind of value from him. The key point, uh, point of the tweet, they remain expected to release him. So... I think there's, you know, for some of that chatter that we were having yesterday, for some of those polls that were out there, hey, you need a starting pitcher. Trevor Bauer was never charged. And listen, I'm I'm not fully against what John Ireland was talking about yesterday. John was making the case, uh, if you're trying to hold these athletes to a moral standard and you're saying to yourself, I want to live my life and I want my kids to live my life based on what they do and every decision that they make, he is right that that's probably not the best decision to do it. Mm-hmm. If the idea is just go out there and give yourself the best opportunity to win, if Trevor Bauer was part of their pitching staff, is it safe to say that their pitching staff is better without with Trevor Bauer than without? But Bob Nightingale, Nightingale saying that still remains expected to be released. I, I, I understand the argument to keep him. It intellectually makes sense that, look, we're a better team with him than without him. He's under contract to our team, and while we don't support what has happened – 
We're going to bring him back. We're going to try and win. I, intellectually, I get it. But I don't think it's as black and white as, well, he didn't get charged with a crime, and I'm not looking to athletes to set examples, And I, nor, nor am I. But I do think that there are certain things that I just can't live with. I'm just not comfortable moving forward with certain things in my life. And, yeah. and I think this falls into that category. I'm not saying that he committed a crime. He wasn't charged with a crime. I'm saying, for me, mm-hmm. I don't want him on my team. I, I don't want that person who has been difficult, for lack of a better word, to have around on other teams. I don't want that. How many teams, you say? He, this is He's been on four different teams in his career so far, and he's not an older player. He's mm-hmm. a relatively 32, young I think we player. Said, or yeah. Turning 32. Um, I, 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 I would... I think the Dodgers probably fall more into my category. I think that's why Bob Nightingale is tweeting that they are still expected to release him if they can't find somebody to acquire him along the way. I think that people are going to be very reluctant to trade for him when they could probably just sign him yeah. for virtually nothing yeah. other than the league minimum. Yeah. Um, but I think that the Dodgers are doing the same calculus that I am, which is, listen, I, I can make an intellectual argument to keep him, but the people that are going to be furious at me for doing this are going to be far more vocal than the people that are okay with him just coming back. Even if it's roughly 50-50, the people that are okay with it are like, okay, cool, Let's, when does he pitch? It'll be a lot louder for the a ones that are... A yeah. lot louder. Yeah. A lot louder. And it's it's a tough argument to overcome, Sa- Safe to say this, it's also as simple as this. The only reason why this is even a conversation is because he is a good pitcher, because oh he was a Cy Young Award winner in 2020, because the Dodgers can use a starting pitcher, because there hasn't been, it's been a quiet offseason for the Dodgers. I, I just actually, I saw this, MLB.com did their first power rankings. Where do you think Dodgers are? And and, and this, take this into consideration, where do you think they've probably been over the last... Oh, they've been number one or two, probably for six or seven years in a row. Okay, so, and it's not like they're 20th, yeah. but where do you think that they fall into uh, their power rankings? Fifth. Six or yeah. no seventh? They got okay. Phillies and then they got the Dodgers yeah. at seven. Yeah, they, yeah. And, and by the way, okay, I think Vegas still has them as the number one odds-on favorite to win the World Series. Now that that's that number doesn't mean that they're the best team. That means that those are the odds that they think are going to get the best action. I was going to say the most money might go towards. Yeah, that and or, the Dodgers are like the Cowboys and the Yankees and the yeah. Lakers yeah. and teams. They're, they're a public second team. Right now. They're second. Yeah, who's okay. first? Uh, Probably Astros. Astros. Yeah. 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 yeah, Astros. The Astros right now on a spreadsheet have a better baseball team than the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. They do. Doesn't mean that they'll win the world. Look, I, I well, I, I will tell you on a spreadsheet. There's a few teams that have a better roster than the Dodgers. A few, yeah, few. A few. And 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 when I, we say few, you could say if however you want to make that. You could look at the Mets. You could look at the yeah. Braves. You could look at the Padres. Yeah. You could look at the Yankees. You yeah, could, there's a few. There's Phillies. A, there's a there's a few. I, there's also part of this, and, and not you're not wrong when you say it, Al. But they could use a starting pitcher. Of course they could. Here's who's going to be in their starting rotation next mm-hmm. year. Julio Urias, mm-hmm. Tony Gonsolin, Clayton Kershaw, and Dustin May. Mm-hmm. Those are four guys that are either number ones or number twos on every team in, the, in baseball. They got four of them on the same team. Do they have a vacancy in that fifth spot? Yep, they do. They're going to have to figure it out. It would be better to have, but it's not like they're the Angels where they're like, I don't know what, we have to go get Tyler Anderson you know the next year. What it has more to do with is the Dodgers have trained you yeah. that in the offseason or at the trade deadline, they're, they're just going to improve the roster. And losing Trey Turner, obviously, uh, is a big loss that you have not replaced. Justin Turner. Losing Justin Turner, losing uh, Bellinger, Bellinger at center, uh, uh, losing... Um, uh, Tyler Anderson, mm-hmm. just using all these as examples, 
This is one of the only off seasons that I could remember that the Dodgers didn't add to yep. their talent. They lost talent. You, 100% accurate. Here's the other thing that's also true, though. They have the best right fielder in baseball, mm-hmm. or certain, one of the two or three Mookie Betts, yep. who, if he won an MVP, nobody would be falling out of their chair. They have the best first baseman in baseball, yep. Freddie Freeman, who, if he won an MVP, nobody would fall out of mm-hmm. their chair. Julio they, can win the Cy Young. Of course. Yep. They've got Will Smith, who is the best catcher in the National League, full stop. They're still loaded with talent. As much as before, no. And they have shown, I've said this a million times, Yeah, they have shown they will spend money, they will make trades, they develop their own guys, and they do not just sit around and wait for something to happen. They are very, very aggressive when they feel like it's the right time to be aggressive. I'm not saying that most Dodger fans want to hear this, but there is also something about your team depending a little bit on some of the younger players, yeah. giving them some opportunity as well. Because it's not, when Lakers went full rebuild, there was full rebuild. It, D'Angelo Russell's going to take how long? Lonzo's going to take how long? Basketball's a little different. But they, wait, the only reason I'm saying is, they have the talent that you're talking about. They got guys that have won World Series before. They got a lot of those pieces still there. And I think it might infuse a little bit of energy and excitement that you have some young pieces that, that. that you're not familiar with. I agree with that. And or that you don't see day to day. There are like three guys that you think will get a really good look right this upcoming season. And of those three guys, you can almost take to the bank that one of them is going to be pretty good. And you wouldn't be shocked if one was really good and one was not so bad. Like if you get mm-hmm. two guys out of the blue for nothing, basically you're talking league minimums, that's something that the Dodgers are better at than other people, too. They'll figure it out. The Bauer thing, I, if we're here tomorrow, I would be shocked if we find out the Dodgers are keeping him. Literally shocked. And if they released him, it's like, okay, now where does he go? Who does he go play for next? Who takes the punch? And here, how about this? Yep. Real quick. If you're the Angels, do you kick the tires? Do you say, hey, listen, I, we, we're going to have to have a conversation about him trying to make some sort of – statement or something that people can at least live with he's proven that he really does not want to do that but he's really good mm-hmm. they need help they they can score runs they can they can they need pitching you said something yesterday that i think is you're 100 percent right that pr story you make on a different team is a much different pr story that you make what if it's in the same coming town back no. to the dodgers it's in the same town down the street i mean it's not like he goes from the dodgers to the marlins or the or the mariners Maybe a story for two weeks, and then it's not that much of a story. Until he pitches the first, and then if he says something, if he does something, if somebody else makes an allegation, it's just it's it's a story. It's interesting, right? It's kind of fascinating. Yeah, yeah. There he is again. Okay, huh? let's see how it goes tonight. It's, mm-hmm. He will not be wearing Dodger blue. I'd be very surprised if that's I'm with how you on that. Went. The dump coming up next. A little super cross talk as well. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right, looks like we got official word here. So, T-Raj, we were uh, you know, kind of waiting to see what's going to happen with the Buffalo Bills-Cincinnati Bengals. Um, not going to happen. They're not going to They're not going to restart that game. So that is uh, seeing this in a couple different tweets. Also saw it on the Associated Press. 
So I think kind of leaning more towards what we were talking about that I, not not that big of a shock to me. No, well, no. It's not that big of a shock considering the injury that occurred and the spot in the the calendar that it occurred in. Had this happened in I, I don't even even if it happened a week earlier, I think they find a way to squeeze it in, right? Because the NFL does not cancel games. The NFL they they might push them back a little bit, but to yeah. just say, hey, we're not gonna make that one up. Like baseball does it all the time. Basketball, I think, even occasionally if there's like a weather issue and they mm-hmm. don't have to play it, they will choose not to play it. The NFL plays their game. So I'm a little we'll surprised. Not resume the Bills Bank. Yeah, game. I'm not surprised that they made the right decision, in my opinion. And look. You could argue if you're the Bengals or the Bills that you still had a chance to get that number one seed, sure. and, and maybe it yeah. doesn't work out that way. But I think I don't think anybody's going to be too worked up about a decision that seems fairly obvious. No. Um. Yeah, I I, I don't think. Remember, we were talking about this that we we're just going to wait, and timing will tell what happens, and that it just wasn't the right time on Monday or Tuesday or even yesterday, and I think. You know, to, to get the news out now, it's the only thing I, I, I would say. If Buffalo ends up, Buffalo could have potentially been the number one seed in the mm-hmm. AFC. Now Kansas City is in the... Now Buffalo would have to beat Cincinnati. Yeah. Kansas City now ends up in the driver's seat for the number one seed in the AFC. If the Buffalo Bills and the Kansas City face each other in that final game to get to the Super Bowl... That's the difference of that game being in Buffalo or being yeah, in Kansas City. Yeah, I mean, it, it's there. It's not that there isn't value in being the number one seed. There clearly is. But again, what are we talking yeah, about Yeah, what here? do you do? The guy nearly died oh, on no, the field. No, no, no. And that, that, yeah, it, I think they did the best they could. Here's – this is the same conversation from a couple days ago. There is no right way to figure this right. out. It was going to figure itself out as things went along. But as you mentioned, you, you kind of mentioned there – you think anybody's going to say? Anything? I I don't think you can really do anything, nor say anything, or point a finger and say, oh, "NFL, you should have done it this." Yeah, way. you yeah you got it wrong, yeah. and you put us at a, a competitive disadvantage. Um, Emily put this story in front of me that the national championship game Monday night, right? Monday night, yep. the national championship yeah. game at SoFi, mm-hmm. no tailgating. No. Yeah, that's what I was saying. You park and park? you get your yeah. ass into that stadium. <laughs> that's it. Isn't that the whole point of college football? But that's not a SoFi thing, right? This is coming from college football. It's coming from the NCAA. Really? Yeah. Why, why don't they want anybody to tailgate? I thought that's the whole... Look, I just got off of one of my favorite days of the year at the Rose Bowl. I don't give a damn about Penn State. I don't give a damn about Utah. I like going to the games, but I go because we get to tailgate twice in, in one day. It's the only reason I really want to go to that thing in the first place. I'm, I'm not... You know, I, I think it's... Um, I think a lot of these games, at least for me, these national championships, and I haven't been, I, I haven't been to the Super Bowl, I haven't been to the college football championship, uh, have not been to a Final Four. It's the games before that I think I get more excited about. Like the Super Bowl is cool, don't get me wrong, it's awesome, but that's a corporate event. The college football championship is a corporate event, and the fact that they're saying, "Hey, no tailgating out here," that's yeah. kind of kind it, of falls it, along it, the line of like you're taking feel, away what is you're not a wrong. lot of the pulse. Of what is college football? Hey, can I tell everybody a dirty little secret? And this is going to sound, and, and I guess I shouldn't say it's going to sound. It is me being overly privileged and having an opportunity to have done the things that I've done. I've been to several Super Bowls. I've been to probably ten Final Fours. Um, I, I have. I'm trying to think. I have been to the national championship in college football. Right. I when, would put that on my Twitter profile. It was, everything that you just said. <laughs> they're not great. They're not. 
if your team is in it, totally different story, right? For instance, the the Rams Super Bowl last uh, February was awesome because I root for the Rams. I, I'm a Rams fan. That was a lot of fun. And it, I've been to other ones. It's like, why is this game taking four hours? This this is why why is <laughs> they had to run the ads right? Why why is no one cheering when somebody scores a touchdown? Yep. Well, it's and the final four is the worst because they play it in a football stadium. Basketball is meant to be played in a 18, 20,000 seat arena. Let's fill in 75,000 people You're here. You're nine miles from the court. Hey, you the Coke executives, get a little more excited. It is just not, it is not a great deal. Bucket list, sure, but give me something where you can go have a good time with, with your people, Slee. That's yeah. the way that it's yeah. supposed to go. It was on this day in 1920 that the Yankees announced the purchase of, or purchase, I should say, of Babe Ruth. That that was in, and launched the curse of the Bambino that lasted uh, nearly 100 years <laughs> for uh, a play. The guy needed to finance his play, so he decided, here, you take Babe Ruth and I'll get some cash to go put my play on. Aren't those stories always just crazy? You know what? What are if you look at some of the most ridiculous trades in the history of the NBA or acquisitions in the NFL? Somebody that just didn't believe in a guy, Tom Brady being drafted when he was drafted, uh-huh. right? You look back at those, and this is a perfect example: of Babe Ruth, and whoever made that decision, and is you know thinking at the time, nothing of it. Yeah, yeah, no big deal. Yeah, no, let's not take Tom Brady. We don't need that. Let's go. Let's go this route, and then you. 10 years later, 15 years, 20 years later, and you're sitting there. I, Michael always does it every time the Lakers play the Sacramento Kings. like, can you believe Vlade didn't draft Luka? <laughs> like you become, well, so, it's almost that, forget about everything yes, else that you did in your life. That's a little different, though. Babe Ruth was the best player in Major League Baseball. It was, he was not an unknown commodity. Mm. He was the best player in the league and had been for a decent period of time. It would be like if Shohei Otani got traded to the Astros because they needed to fund a play. (laughs) That's what it was like. This was not, hey, I don't know if this guy's going to be good or not. We thought Luke would be good, but you weren't sure. You thought Brady would be good, but maybe not. This was trading Shohei. (laughs) A little bit different along the way. Uh, On this day in 1983, Dr. J's Rock the Baby Dunk took place in an NBA game. The one where this one? So that's still if your dunk is known by a name 40 years later pretty good dunk if, if you've got a name on your thing that's a good way to do it i was looking it, it's kind of funny and that's against the lakers right and yeah that's chick hearns to just be in the that's moment the where michael cooper kind of covers yes. up under the hoop yes. right? yeah and to just be in the moment and decide that as that's going on that's a rock the baby it's like i, I don't even know what the <laughs> What do you why do? Chick Hearn. What do you do with those? That's why it's Vin Scully. That's why those guys do the things that they do. Uh, real quick, one more here. Since Argentina's win in the World Cup, babies named uh, Lionel and Leonella or Lionel <laughs> have increased by seven hundred percent in Messi's home province of Santa Fe. So you win the World Cup, you get your every child that's born for a period of time is named after after that. Did you guys ever watch? I know when when the World Cup just when it ended, it finished and everything else. There were so much on YouTube of just reactions in Argentina. Right, right. I, I'm not kidding. I don't think I've seen any. It doesn't matter. You could talk about the Yankees, the Dodgers, the Lakers, all this stuff. That's a whole. Their passion for soccer. That's a different There's world. There's something about 
international sports where that happens. Like I remember being at the Olympics the year the Czech Republic won for hockey, won the gold medal in hockey. And they were huge underdogs. And they flew back to Prague, had a gigantic celebration, then flew back to the Olympics to finish the games and walk in the closing ceremonies. But you get this vibe of like a whole country is rallying behind you. Leonella and Leonel. Very nice names. They are nice names. Yeah, they are. I don't want to put a name out there specifically for fear of offending anybody. Yeah, right. But it could be like there could be a bad name. Like, I got to name my kid Zlatan. Zlatan <laughs> is not a good name. Not, I don't want to do that. How does Lionella sound? Yeah. <laughs> I can't go. Look, it's baby and it's female. I can't go any higher than I already have it. So I'll have to, I'll have to workshop that one, Emily. Zlatans are up 8%. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let's do a little super cross talk. Mace is here and John is on Comrex. Johnny, you there? Yep. All right. Fantastic. Where are you right now? Home. Oh, you're home. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I had a uh, child care crisis. My ah. wife got sent out of town for work, so I just had to stay home. Okay. So with with that in mind, I hope the child care crisis has been. It's, yeah. Yeah. Good. Everything's good. Everything's good. Okay. Good. So with that in mind. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I, I I want you guys to assess some blame here. You can do it in percentages or however you'd like. Okay. To do blame it. pie. I yes. love. Bla- we invented yeah. something called the blame okay. pie yes, that the did. Kamenetsky brothers oh. stole from. Okay. Good. So blame pie. This. Yes. Uh. Susan and my three children are in Tahoe for a ski I am trip. glad you're bringing this up because I heard this whole story when you were telling it earlier, <laughs> and I have a very strong opinion on it. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. So um, I drive them to the airport on Tuesday afternoon, and we get all the bags and stuff loaded into the, the Silverado, and I drop them off, take all the bags out of the trunk of the car or the bed of the truck, and um, send them on their way. Yep. They fly from Orange County to Oakland to Reno. And then they take a car service from Reno to Tahoe. Okay. Okay? All of them have two bags. They have their suitcase with their clothes, and they have their ski bag that's got their ski stuff in right, it. Right, right. They get to the hotel, and the next morning they get up to go skiing for the first day. Got and it. And it's not until that point that they realize that my son Michael has does not have a ski bag. Michael. It's gone. Michael, Michael. So Susan is telling me the story. I'm like, well, did the airline lose it? Well, I, I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? Well, is, is it in the, the car service? Well, they say they don't have it. Does the airport have it? No. Do you have it? Well, where did you lose it? I don't know. They didn't know it was gone That's until the, the next morning. That's the best Yeah, no, when they went to hit went the to slopes. go get dressed to go so Travis, key point of questioning here. Okay. How old is Michael? 17. 17. Okay. Old enough to know. Old yeah. enough to know. This yes. is the easiest blame pie of all time. <laughs> yeah, so did he leave so, it at so home? He... he it's gone, Mace. No, it has not been located. No one knows where. It's not at your house. It's not in the truck. It's not at my house. It's not at the How airport. many baggage claim tickets do they have? Well, John, this is a very good question. And you would think that you would have the answer to that. That was one of the first questions that I asked was, well, do you have the claim check? Have them see if somebody sure, else. Sure, sure. I didn't get the claim checks. Oh. Was there a name on the bag? Well, we didn't put a name on the bag. And oh. I, I just, but did you not see that he was wait, a wait, bag Wait, wait, wait. Back up. No name on the bag, John. Yes. How do you no put na- something through the luggage? <laughs> Got to live on the. It, no, a it has it. a tag. Okay. Right. It has Susan's name on the baggage right. check tag, but she doesn't have the the end of it, which they could still theoretically. If there's a bag there, they can. No, scan back it. up for a second. Yeah. Is is 
is the name Rogers on this bag anywhere on the outside with any type of way to contact you? Address, phone number, you name it. The, ba- n- the name, yes. That second part, no. Because the only thing on it is the luggage tag, right? right. Not a name tag, but the thing Who that checks they... checks bags the, without the, a bag yeah, tag? Yeah, I, I totally agree. You need a bag tag on your bag. You live on There's the a edge reason a that they have 10,000 of them. is a stupid way to go. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah. And All right. I was going to go... So organized. I'm already ready to rule on this. I was going to go 100% Michael. <laughs> uh, all of it to him. Okay. I don't blame Susan for any of it. Except this. And you have to... I, I, I'm now 98% Michael. Okay. 1% Susan. And 1% you. Why? And, and no, you're wrong reason, on that. He's 60% The reason Trav. you get 1% Frank McCourt is, <laughs> yes. that, is that what... What type of children are you raising that yes. puts no identification yes. Yes. on the bag whatsoever? 60% is on Trav. You're setting the tone for the... You are teaching. <laughs> Trav, had you put a bag tag on there that even said John. Travis Rogers ESPN LA, you yeah. got a shot to get it John, back. Here, let, somebody okay. fish for I, a day, or I, you could teach I, them I, how to I'm fish just for life. Tell you, here's, here's what it would have gone. Had mm-hmm. I been on this trip with the four of them. Yes. We would have put the bags there. I would have looked at every bag to make sure it had a tag. I would have seen one that is tagless had it before it had gone under the belt and put a tag on it. I was right. not That's on the trip. That's why you get 1%. You do get part of the blame. That why? Because there's, there's a tag-free bag. And no, you're, you're the dad. Mason, you're the teacher. I wasn't you're the there. teacher. Mason, this started way before, children, this started way before 17. Well. <laughs> is this the first time this bag has ever been used, the bag with Michael Ski Gear? Uh, I don't think so, no. Then what the F is it doing without a tag on it? Yeah, why well, did you usually, not, the usually moment they he got locally. it, put a tag on it? No, this is not turning back on me. I yeah, refuse it is. to take Oh, no, totally turning back on you. Oh, look behind you, my friend. It already did. <laughs> and I, I, there's an important component of this, too. So they're staying in Tahoe at a nice place. Okay. Okay. John, you you'll uh, this analogy will and make sense had to you. Had you had a phone number on the bag, you may you ever, have it delivered to that very nice place. Have you ever had to buy golf equipment at the golf course? Sure. It's not it's not inexpensive. Oh, I had to do it skiing once. And so, by the way, skiing is like triple Exactly golf right. Oh, there you go. Right? So the they had to here. replace all of Michael's things at the lodge it, the morning of before they could go skiing. Whoa. So not only is the bag gone and like a listener said, he goes, you know that the second they come home, the bag's going to show up. Oh, yeah. You know, that, it'll, it'll be there somewhere. I don't know how I get it. How is the bag going to show up? It yeah, has no, no identification it's, on If it's tag free, they're never going to find it, it again. Could it's be gone. By the way, Trav, I'm that guy. Had I found your bag either in the airport, at the hotel, if it had a bag on it, I would have called you or sent you a text saying, hey, man, of course. I don't know how I got this, but the I've got your bag. Would have, the limo Dex service would me wouldn't. back. We can make could arrangements not be, on how to get it. Could it not be in like one of those cages at the airport? Because like the tag, the Southwest thing that they print and stick together, the tape to the yeah, bag. Yeah, right. They tape. It could, but it could just be sitting there and no one would know it for a and few days And they don't have least. the bag tag. No. So, to, but at some point, could, doesn't somebody go, this bag's been here for yeah, a week? But, but uh, where, what are they to do with it? <laughs> the bag's been there for a week. They have no reason, no way But her to name is you. on it. There's no contact information. Just but the Susan pa- Rogers. Susan Rogers. You know, I got Rogers, comma, Susan, and the flight number and the barcode. That's what's on it. There's no contact But she doesn't have the other side of the barcode. No. Well, that's what they do. You They scan the barcode, and then yeah. they can see right. where the bag is. Right. But that we haven't been able to locate the wow. bag. Well, that, I, yeah, point the, the, the no I point ID, at the father. You're getting some blame. I blame for, the father friend. also. I blame the father. Teach yeah. your children well. Uh, and Michael gets the, the majority of the blame because everybody's got to be responsible for their own bag. Yeah. 
Come on, Except Michael. the part about not having a that name is my on, favorite. Which is they all on you, John. They didn't even realize it until the next day when it was time to time to change well, to go all ski. On that that's Michael. Because yeah, that's Michael. I left with two bags. Now I got one. I guess somebody else is carrying it. Like how do you yeah. how do you not realize well, yeah, that yeah. you're that's a, a leap. down a bag? Yeah, it's a parenting. How issue. did she not look and say, "Hey, where's your other bag?" This is where I get frustrated with her because no. I'm why the one, is she responsible? He's 17 years old. I, John, you're right. I've already failed in that regard as a parent. I've, I've moved beyond that. That's why when we travel as a group of five, I'm the one that's a pain in everyone's ass. Right? Where's your bag? Where's, Where's your, your license? ID? Where's your phone? Where's your passport? Yeah. Where, you, do you have it? Yeah, oh, I have it. Let me see it. I'm that guy. I don't go on one trip and we lose a whole. The problem is now they're too dependent on him doing all that. Yeah, yeah. Well, not enough you independence. Guys are the worst there. kids. Yeah. <laughs> You got to teach your kids, no. man. Ninety-eight percent, Michael. One percent, Trav. And I'm even hesitant to give Susan one percent. No, she's Susan does get one percent. Three boys Why? on because a it's ski a, trip. Because bags are a Two dad boys. thing. Bags are a dad thing. It's not a mom thing. Susan's oh, off. I'm the not hook. there. Yeah, but I'm right. sitting here. That's watching. where you yes. should have been more you, responsible. You realize that when that bag was sitting in your clo- in your garage for oh maybe the past five years, <laughs> you may have noticed that it didn't have a, a an ID tag on it. What's wrong with you? Go through the inventory of luggage that we have in the garage when I get home. You will now. So, Ireland, did you hear that uh, Travis Rogers is alone at the home, uh, alone at home, and has no idea what to do with himself? I'm a mess. Trav, I'm I'm very surprised because, as you know, I've said this many times, you are the closest one to me at the station. We, We know what we like. We know what we don't like. Uh, When my family goes out of town, I've, I I am so happy. For the entire time? Oh, yeah. You have the whole house to yourself? Yeah, I don't like that. Oh, I love it. I, because, look, if it, the weather were good, you go play a little golf, you go down and hit a few balls, right. roll a few putts, go grab He's a like bite walking in depressed. It's, I, I got home yesterday, got a little grocery store sushi on my way home, had, mm. had my grocery store sushi. Albertsons, by the way. Albertsons, yeah. best Delicious. sushi. Oh, yeah. Screw Katsuya. <laughs> we got Albertsons. <laughs> Not all of us have a Katsuya around the corner from the house. <laughs> Nobu is, is yeah, they're Nobu's in real out, competition how about with Albertsons. <laughs> It was good. Trav, yeah. you don't have a Katsuya around the corner from your house, but you have one literally 100 Downstairs. yards from where you work. <laughs> yeah, but see, then we're, now we're in a whole other... I can't eat it while I drive. You right. can't eat sushi and drive, so no, that's true. kind yes, of a... you can. Yeah. <laughs> Trust me, I've eaten everything while you drive. So I heard you last... I uh, heard you uh, talking about this, and I also am terrible by myself. Yeah. Like, I don't want to be alone in the house. I, I don't know what to do. I mean, I need my dogs. I need one. I need structure in my life, because yes. I have no structure in my life, as you guys can tell. So... I, but the one thing I noticed that you did is something that I do all the time, which is aimlessly change the channels <laughs> yeah. from channel to channel to channel without watching anything. I'm or aimlessly this. You scroll through this. I don't know if you guys do I'm that. I'm not a big scroller. I, I, I'm no. not. I'm more on the phone. I don't. I don't scroll the, the through remote. Facebook or scroll through. I heard Emily scroll yeah. through TikTok, and no, I don't do that. I, I must have flipped channels for four hours straight last night until the watching La- nothing. Until the Lakers came on, I the channel was turned every thirty. Wasn't seconds. it Springsteen that said five hundred channels and nothing on? Isn't that in one of his songs? <laughs> You're right. I, yes. I think it is. Yeah. I, I took a two-hour nap for no reason, wasn't tired, just fell asleep on the couch. Although got lucky over the holidays because there was the Godfather Marathon, uh, there was the Rocky Marathon, one through five on AMC. Oh, okay. screw that, Trav, the Las Vegas Marathon uh, There is e. a Las Vegas you Marathon. You know what marathon there was over the holidays, too, uh, Ireland, that you would have appreciated? Maybe saw it. West Wing. West Wing maybe, had a big maybe marathon. Thought, maybe yeah. watched for four days straight with nothing <laughs> yeah. else on because I was in every different city you can think of. Yeah, hey, Friday I, I, caught, I caught the majority of that. Friday so is go. Jaws 1 through 5 on AMC. But we t- Mace, we talked about this yesterday. I didn't even Once know you get past Jaws. Jaws 1, 
Are you really? Is it worth? Are you telling me you don't want to see? Was it one of them at Morgan Freeman and Michael Caine in Jaws 3D? Seriously, like what? zero interest. Not even one percent. I think interest. Jaws four is like set at like it's not Sea World. No, three but is, is three is Sea World. Is it yeah, sea World? three is Sea World. Yeah. So what happened? A shark gets loose at Sea yeah, World. Yeah, gets loose at Sea World and all floods and they're all running around. It's like I'm at the cotton Fine, candy yeah. stand. Here comes a shark. Nathan, it's awesome. What's that, what's that movie that you were in that had a shark? The, say that one more time. The movie you were in that had a shark. Oh, Mega Shark versus Crocosaurus. Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I did that for Sci-Fi Channel. It's it, at at once you get to Jaws four, isn't it pretty much Mega Shark versus Crocosaurus? Aren't you just like don't, making crap don't, up? Don't tell me <laughs> Mega Shark versus Crocosaurus was crap because I I taught Urkel a few acting lessons. You, well, I, I, I would Jaleel only be jealous. Yeah, of, I would Jaleel only be jealous of you if you got killed by a shark. Did you? No. Hey, I was jealous. an interrogator. I interrogated Jaleel White. How how long did were you on set with Jaleel White before you asked your first Urkel question? I know, boy. I, everybody said, don't bring up Urkel. Don't bring up Urkel. Don't bring up Urkel. So what about like, Stefan Urkel? Did you ask about him? I did not. I did not. <laughs> His I ended up in a pickup game once with Jaleel White. Pickup basketball He's supposed game. to be a pretty good ball player. He's a very good player, but he got in a fight. Oh yeah, he's like he's he's that guy. He's like did he do know, the he dance? Takes it seriously, he did not. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he got in a fight. Somebody, yeah, somebody did the dance. dance. He refused hey. to do the dance. Hey Urkel, do the dance. Oh god, yeah, that's I don't such think a anybody fight. went there. Yeah. Have, have you seen Avatar two? I have. Worth seeing it. Three I mean, hours plus, no. Lee. That's a no. You know, here's the thing about Avatar. I, can I just real quick, Mace, for people that aren't watching <laughs> yeah. on YouTube? Al says we're seeing. First thing you did was rub your hand. Yeah, across that's your like face saying, "Hey, went, have you been uh, to this restaurant?" <laughs> <laughs> so it is cool to look at. It could have been an hour shorter. Um, of course, it, it I mean, could. There's cool fish, and there's cool. You know, there's the red, pe- there's the green people, and the blue people, and they're on sh- whales and crazy fish Sold. and all that. I, I, I haven't yeah. seen the movie, and I already knew all that. I glanced at my watch a couple of times, and <laughs> every I, three I did hour go to the movie. I cannot think of a three-hour movie who co- that couldn't lose an hour. By the way, that's what Emily. I was surprised. Emily recommended that you go see Babylon, which is three. Hours oh, Emily, you left that minutes. part out. How okay, dare you? Sorry. Well, that detail was well, that's, see, critical that's, to leave that's, out. That's, that's that's bad guy producing By the way, right there. Em, do these guys get you anything for Christmas? Yes, they did. Okay. Oh, that's nice. Because what they should get you after hearing your story yesterday is a triple A membership. Do you not have one? <laughs> I do. I do have one. Yes. Pretty old school. So why I use it? Why do you keep like on worrying about your jumper cables gift. and opening your trunk? Just do what most people do and call triple A. And wait two hours for them to come. No. No, yes. they normally get to me in thirty They're minutes. They're pretty quick. They're pretty no, quick. They're usually not that quick. I've never used jumper cables in California. Back east, oh, I used them all the time. The cold. Yeah, in the cold, and yeah, batteries yeah. would it's run also down useful, and all that it's stuff. Helpful. Sometimes you can't get to you in AAA. It's helpful. Plus, you got that awkward moment where you walk through a parking lot saying, "Hey, can I get a jump? Can I get a jump?" Well, and, and look, even <laughs> I can't imagine for somebody like to do Emily, it here. <laughs> young woman, right? Yes, like yes. even me, when the tow truck driver shows up, it's like, "All right, be ready." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you never you know. Never, those, you know, you never know how that's going to. So, go. Outback Steakhouse, are you going to have the Bloomin' Onion tonight? No, it's a lot for oh, one person. I love the Bloomin' Onion. I've already, so here, here, here's the plan: A little petite fillet. Okay, nice. Me, I like that. Medium, medium rare. We'll yeah, see, we'll medium see rare the, for the sure. Mood strikes me. The side salad, cheese dressing, very good. Little loaf of that dark bread. Yeah, the dark bread is good. It's fantastic. That whipped butter. Yeah, and then maybe a glass of wine and uh, a baked potato. Get a blue and onion. 
Seems and like by that time, trademark. by that time, it will be five thirty, and he's gonna go. <laughs> then I'm go gonna be in my <laughs> randomly look at TV channels because there's my, no games on tonight. If I'm not in my PJs by six thirty, something has gone terribly wrong. Yeah, terribly yeah. wrong. Mason and Ireland coming up next. We'll see you tomorrow.